Gonna Go Pizza presents SCP. The Steve Dangle Podcast with your hosts, Steve Dangle and Adam Wilde. Gentlemen. Adam. Gentlemen. 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 Adam Justin. There's so much, so much that we need to talk about. There's so much happening, and it's so nice because it's September. Normally, we're like uh, looking at our watches, going, "I don't know what to talk about." Uh, we'll talk about the Leafs rookie tournament again. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. You got anything, Steve? You got anything? Uh, no, I'm. Uh, you know who they invited to camp on a PTO? <laughs> is, really? Let's spend half an hour on that. On on Brandon Prust. Okay. Yeah. And Sounds now good. with the World Cup going along, you can do things like put Joffrey Lupel on the IR with a burlap sack over his head and just <laughs> kind of well, shuffle him by everybody. Because he quote unquote failed a medical. Now, yeah. people were saying, uh, people were tweeting me. They're like, "There's no way he failed the medical. There's no way that Joffrey Lupel failed that medical." I'm like. Uh, now here's the thing: if if Joffrey Lupul didn't legitimately fail the medical, I am sure there is a way. If if the Leafs were doing something underhanded here, I'm sure there's a way that he could fight that and go to another doctor and get a second opinion. It's not as though he's no no um, recourse here. Yeah, and and the exact same people saying. He fudged the medical. Are the exact same people who, like, if he sprained his ankle and was out for a couple weeks during the season, they'd be like, of course he is! Of course Chavri Lupul is! So, I don't know, I just feel bad. The guy has know. a bad back, man. Yeah. He's got a bad back. I, f- I felt bad because my first thought when I saw the headline was, yes, cap space. And, <laughs> huh. and then you I realized... Cold? That's so evil. I know. <laughs> and then, no, and I stopped myself and I was like, you're a piece of garbage. Like, why? Like, you're going, yes. On my show on Kiss 92.5, we do this thing called, am I a bad person? And, 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 and that's where someone calls in with their situation and then they say, am I a bad person? The audience votes and... You, I think, are a bad person. I would vote for myself being a bad person for thinking that way. (laughs) And then I went on this big parental Twitter thing like, guys, we shouldn't be celebrating this. Well, here's the thing. Um, We're we're not the players. We're the fans. We're the the mob. And um, uh, we know... We must be entertained! We, (laughs) We know what makes business sense. And everybody, except for Joffrey Lupul and maybe Joffrey Lupul's family and friends, knows... That this is probably long term and short term better for the Leafs. I mean, it's also not the first time his career was in jeopardy, right? It's not the first time it looked like he would never play again. Yeah, only last time he was twenty five, and now he's thirty two. And there's there is the rub. So that's the thing. So and it's nothing against him personally. And you know what? If Joffrey if Joffrey Lupa was back and he was healthy. He would be a, a huge asset to this team. Totally. Huge. Might and be their top goal scorer. Absolutely. Absolutely. Imagine him on a line with Austin Matthews. I like that line. I like that line. I like just the two of them together. You wouldn't even need to put another or, winger out. Or Nylander or Marner. Or exactly. if you put him on an offensive-minded line. I never had a problem with Joffrey Leupold, the offensive guy. Juggernaut. Yeah. yeah. I, it was always uh, defense beyond uh, the red line there. Um, I have a clip for you guys, and I don't know if you've seen this or not. Of they mic'd, I don't know how they mic up hockey players under their equipment, and they go, okay, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to record you the entire game. We're going to record everything that you say, every bad word that you say to every other player. We promise not to release any of it unless it sounds really, really good. There's got to be a lot of paperwork. There has to be a lot of paperwork. So they did this with Morgan Riley in what I am calling the most entertaining Almost in- inconsequential hockey game I've ever seen. <laughs> it, it, we'll, we'll find well, out later today. We won't know until uh, your show starts. That's right, uh, Russia. It's it all based. It's all on Russia. If Russia loses, North America's through. And I think 
everybody except for Russia really hopes North America's through because they are so exciting to watch. Who does not... Who would rather see Russia than North America? Russians. Jesse. That's it. <laughs> Actually, Jesse, yeah, I like Ovi. Jesse A. Smith over here. I cheer for Ovi whenever I can. Well, so, that's fair. Russia. I love Ovi. He's the man. But S- Stephen A. S- Smithsky. <laughs> I'm sorry S- that you were Smith wrong, of. Steve. You know, it's just a Stephen A. Smith off. <laughs> I don't know. That is Smith Videv. <laughs> so here, I'm gonna just pull it up here because I thought I had it. I thought I had it pulled up. I think it's amazing that they can do this. Um, and I thought that that three period stretch was, especially the first two minutes of the. Uh, of the game were oh. just incredible. Jesse and I were watching. We, we be looking down. Jesse's like, "Oh, it's already one nothing." Oh, it's already two nothing. I was like, "What is happening what, what, right what, now? What, what? How is this possible?" And this is against. And we talked about this last episode. A very deep Swedish team with one of the best defensive cores and probably, arguably, the second best goaltender in the tournament. Maybe third, Henrik Lundqvist. Hey, I mean, it's because there's not much between the top players. On any given night, he could be the best. Absolutely, it's Henrik Lundqvist, man. Exactly, and he's still Henrik Lundqvist, even yeah. at his you know, and, and and I say this in hockey terms, at his age. ancient age, <laughs> ancient thirty-eight year old. I think, I think he's thirty-eight. No, no, he's much younger than that. So this is Morgan I Riley think. when they won, uh, when when they scored that goal. So Sedin, I believe it was Daniel. Daniel Sedin misses on the on the breakaway. They go back the other way, three on three. Amazing hockey, and here's how it sounded from the bench. What a play. And now here's him watching the replay on the jumbo. Hold on, he's going over to congratulate the wrestler. Oh, yeah, sorry. That's him watching. <laughs> oh my god! What what a sequence of hockey! Nice. That was just phenomenal. Longfist, by the way, thirty four years old. He's thirty four. Thirty four. God, they make him sound like he's freaking ancient. I he's know. got years left. It's hilarious. All right, I'm going to stop saying Henrik Lundqvist is old. That's the last time. Okay, when he hits thirty eight, then I'll be like, wow, that's really surprising that he's still playing at that at that level. I actually thought he was two or three years older at least. I'm surprised he won another Vesna this year. That's what you'll be saying. <laughs> that, that's what you'll be saying. Bro, exactly. it was good till he was like, what, 41? Yeah. But, mm. but Jesse, the game's changed. Oh, oh yeah. boy. It's changed. Oh, boy. Here comes the blog war. Yeah. Here comes the blog war. Uh, actually, there was like click, a five-year campaign led against Martin Brodeur. Anyway, uh, point being, the most exciting team at the tournament and the most likable team at the tournament. Yes. Easily. Absolutely. Easily. And and they've they've really gelled. They've really come together. And it was really cool in the press conference yesterday. The names the nameplates up. McKinnon, Matthews, McDavid. It's like <laughs> and wow. Oh. Wow. Has the NHL got a bright future? And you know, it's it's it was a it was a great game. Could have gone either way. Uh Sweden's already through. Um, they are going to be a team to beat. There's no question. I think Sweden is probably the second best team in this tournament. And it was very key for them to tie it up because if North America wins in regulation, I think... They're through, aren't they? I think it would still come down to Russia today, but I'm not exactly sure. It's weird that they're doing the tiebreak the way they're doing it. Because if it was just on goal differential, I think Team North America... Has like what a three? Are, do, are they doing head to head? They're doing head to head, and because North America lost to Russia, 
it's that's the tiebreaker I think that, if Russia wins. You know what I got to say? It I'm should with be goal differential. It, I think it should be head to head. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think agree. yeah, if the team if if All it comes right. down to two teams and the other team if one team beat the other team, the team that beat them should go through. Yes. Yeah, okay. I, 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 yeah, when you put it that way, I, I guess. I get it. I get it. And I, you know, you can't do that in the NHL because the season's so long. Look, but I want North America through, man. Now, I do too. I'm with you. I'm now, trying to move the goalposts. That gave rise to one of the silliest arguments oh. that I have ever seen from a re- well-respected journalist. Um, and he is not alone. There are many people who believe what I'm about to tell you is true. And it's so indicative of what's going on right now. It's a hockey microcosm that has become the biggest problem, I think, that our generation is facing currently right now, which is no one's... A lack of bees. Yeah, Everybody agrees there's a problem. (laughs) Nobody seems to agree on what the problem is. Is there really a lack of bees? There is a lack of bees. Have you not been on the internet? Is there a shortage of honey? Not yet. It's going to get more expensive. It's getting much more expensive, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. Th- it's because well, like, there's something in the pesticides, apparently, that's killing them. If there's them. less bees, that's not a bad thing. No, it's a terrible thing, because they and, pollinate all the flowers. But and, if there's less honey, then it's a bad thing. See, can't have one without the other. Yeah, you can't, can't agree on what the problem is. Bees. There it is right there. <laughs> if there's less vegetables, that's not a bad thing, good thing either. Well. Eat more pizza. Yeah. Eat more pizza. <laughs> um, key ingredient what about the pizza toppings? is a... Meat? A fruit, I guess, technically. <laughs> no. T- tomato. Um, Pepperoni. Uh-huh. And cheese. cheese. Just get to what Draco said. <laughs> so Michael Draco's National Post writer. He's a, This guy, listen, he's a smart guy. But I could not disagree with him more on this point. The point, and I'm going to paraphrase here because he tweets a lot and I couldn't dig up his tweet in time. What he said was, unless I have it here. Have it <laughs> we here. said someone oh, tweets a lot. Oh, here we go. Hang on. Suspense is killing me. Team USA doesn't need different coaching or different leadership. They need Team North America to stop stealing their best players. Now, Adam, what do you think of that? I think that there are times when people know they're going to stir the pot a little bit. Mm, okay. Now, I'm not saying Michael Trakos, he he doesn't strike me as a guy who just intentionally goes out and and you know, kicks up hornet nests. But in this case, every now and then in this case, and I, I guess everybody does from time to time, but yeah. I, I think in this case, um, I was so surprised that somebody who, uh, follows hockey as closely as he does thinks that because when I look at the team USA roster, there are some great young Americans on that team. Holy smokes. But if Phil Kessel, Tyler Johnson, Kevin Shattenkirk, Kyle Akpozo, Kyle Akpozo, Bobby Ryan. If they don't make that team, tell me how Seth Jones makes that team. Or Dylan Larkin or Johnny Gaudreau. I'll I give think. you Gaudreau and I'll give you Matthews. <clears throat> Although like, I, do, I won't actually give you Matthews. No. Yeah. So I saw Matthews name bandied about as <laughs> if Team USA would put a guy with no NHL experience on their they team. They wouldn't have done it. He barely made Team North America guys. Like, we're looking at this they were through saying, our September 22nd or whatever it is eyes. They oh, were saying he wouldn't play Steve. much for Team North exactly. America. Exactly. We didn't know he'd be on the first line with McDavid. He wouldn't have made Team USA. Jack Eichel probably wouldn't have made Team USA. He might have. Yeah. He might have. For the same reason that you would have put I, McDavid on Canada. Goudreau, mm-hmm. for 100% sure, would, I don't think he would have at all. The kids, the guy's yeah. 5'9". Are you kidding me? With the Who? team that they wanted? Isn't Gaudreau like 5'9"? Oh, the team that I'm saying if they actually took skill for skill, which I I guess we'll get to, if they took all the most skilled players available... Gaudreau's got to make it. Gaudreau would make it. 
Um, I, he might be the only one. But let's say he now, might be the only one. But let's hypothetically the Maybe. way the way that they picked was was well, we can't match him skill for skill, so we're going to outgrid him. Which, by the way, has Dean Lombardi never watched a Toronto Maple Leafs game in the last five years? We tried that, dude. It doesn't work. Uh, well, it worked out one time for like a couple months. Yeah, because it was a half season <laughs> and we were falling off a cliff towards no, the end. No, no, but they made it. And they had red hot goaltending. No, they made it. Oh, so you're blaming this on Jonathan Quick now. <laughs> I'm just saying. And that was the other thing. They went with a guy who I would argue was their third best out of three goalies. Mm-hmm. Still yeah. a good goalie, but... I'm telling you, Corey Schneider, why Corey Schneider wasn't playing is beyond me. I don't know. Beyond me. That guy gets the shaft everywhere. Like, he got a Vancouver, <laughs> now he's playing in New Jersey, and that team actually looks like they're going to be a much better squad this year. But, like, when's McCoy Schneider going to get his due? That guy, He is an incredible goaltender, he is consistently good, and, and consistently great, mm. and nobody gives him any credit. The best goalie in the world. Oh, Carey Price. Carey <laughs> Price. Second best goalie in the world. But, but let's get back opinion. to it. With Team USA, when they chose... When they decided to choose the team that they chose, they did it with an overarching goal in mind, which was, we want to be gritty, we want to be tough, mm. which is great for an 82-game series and maybe maybe uh, series season or playoffs and that sort of thing. But this is a essentially a best of three and, and followed up by another best of three. And I think they were subscribing a little too much to the notion that this is rock, paper, scissors, hockey. <laughs> And they thought rock beat paper. <laughs> but Canada is rock, paper, and scissors. And this is the thing. Um, Canada's too good. And the argument um, that North America not being a team would have helped the States is true. But it also would have helped Canada. Mm-hmm. They would have had Connor McDavid, man. Maybe. Yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, someone was tweeting me, apparently Babcock... Like behind the scenes was like, I wish I had McDavid or whatever. No. So I mean, you could, but there's that one guy. There's one guy. I don't know. It, would it, it have made USA better potentially? But I don't think they would have. I don't think they would have picked the guys that you think anybody that subscribes to that argument. Look at how they picked, guys. It, look at how they picked. It might have helped them beat Europe, mm-hmm. yes. which would have helped them fight another day. But they didn't beat Europe. Um, and at the end of the day, even if they had, they still got to go through Canada. Mm-hmm. Are you better than Canada? No. And going against Trey Costa's argument, well, the team that they did put together was coached by a certain guy. And management put together that team. So I would say both need to be changed, no? Well, and this is why... This is why, which brings me to all the, the Phil Kessel controversy. I said that I, I thought I had seen the funniest tweet I'd ever seen when we were talking last episode when it was like, you're going to blow out your knees when you <laughs> oh, find yeah, out. Yeah, all yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Um, the, the funniest tweet I've ever seen is that Phil Kessel tweet. And, well, and I, did, here's, I didn't get to see it Here's on what's great about this. <laughs> Here is what's great. It's got me blocked. Because Phil Kessel mm-hmm. might have just saved John Tortorella and Dean Lombardi's jobs with Team USA. You know why? Because are we talking about destruction? The, ah! Are we talking about the fact that the USA brass clearly needs a change after a terrible showing at the Olympics mm-hmm. and a terrible showing at the World Cup? Are we talking about that? No. no. What we're talking about is how Phil Kessel hurt some feelings. 
David Back has gone on television. You heard actually, a captain's feelings. He he actually he got on television and said, you know, that stuff's noted. We note that. We know that. Oh and, my god, and, he's going to fit in so well in Boston. The players so well in Boston. The players are hilarious in this because the American players took that personally. This was not a shot at you, okay? And this is the bigger this is a bigger problem. Everybody thinks that every insult directly affects them. That was a direct shot at two people, Tortorella and Lombardi, mm. and maybe Armstrong. Doug Armstrong. Was Doug Armstrong? No, no, no. He's North American, isn't he? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Lombardi, Tortorella, yeah. those guys, okay? And what killed me was listening to the players come out and say how upset they were oh. at Phil and at Bobby Ryan for, oh. for daring to be upset publicly that they were wrongly left off this roster. It's insane. It wasn't directed at you. And you know what? They're right, and you're wrong. And you know you're wrong. You know your team wasn't good enough. The results show that. So own it. And everybody's talking about, yeah, we'll own that. But Phil Kessel, he's sure not a nice guy. No, you're not owning it. You guys showed up poorly. Poorly. You did poorly. Yeah, and if you, you want to be... You were outcoached and you were outplayed. If you want to be offended by something Bobby Ryan did on Twitter, go ahead and look at his likes. I could tell you who he's voting for. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Um, that, that true. That's yeah. true. I just, just wink, wink, nudge, nudge if, for those of you who want to investigate. Um, I think Phil Kessel's great. He's the man. He's just great. I understand why they're mad. I understand why they're mad. I, I do think it's like you and a lot of people are like, I don't understand. How could they possibly I get why they're mad. Take they this lost. Personally? They I, lost and they were embarrassed. It was an embarrassment. I think it's a, little, it's a little bit of that. It's a little bit of that. But it's hard not to feel slighted, right? Like, he played with these guys. He did play with them. Mm-hmm. And they made the team. So the same management group that he is criticizing picked them. Not necessarily that they picked them over him, but they picked them. Mm-hmm. So was Kessel saying that they made the wrong decision picking me? I think they did make the... Well, I think I think the results clearly show that they did. No, no, but I, if I'm David Backus, though, or yeah, if I'm... if you're David Backus... Step on if you're, Parise, if you're David Backus, look at it, look at it logically. How many wins do you have in the job. tournament? It's not my job to How look at it logically. I'm part of it. I got to look at it personally. Okay, David Backus. Yes. I'm, I'm interviewing. How many wins do you have in the tournament so far, David Backus? So, I like steak. There, it answers I've, your question. I've never interviewed David Backus. I have no idea. <laughs> I just I made like him. Steak. He probably does. <laughs> I just, it drives me insane. How do they not see this? That's the problem. I don't, we've talked about this before. I don't expect players to see anything but what they see on the ice. You know, um, they're almost, m- their judgment's clouded. Because all players think they can do it, and I think all players should. Is that always correct? No, but that that's not the point, is it? That doesn't matter. It's management who's in the decision-making process, mm-hmm. uh, not seeing... Like, how does Lombardi get out there today? And I'm paraphrasing. Maybe you have the quotes. I don't know. Um, Jeff, so, do you have the quotes, by the way? I sent you the link to the audio. Okay, amazing. If you want, I mean, mean, there's so many quotes. Yeah, he said something along the lines of, "If we went skill for skill with Canada, we were going to lose." Right. And then they asked him about the Kessel tweet, and he was like, "I would take this team again (laughs) in a heartbeat." (laughs) Which is it? You didn't pick a good enough team, or you're sticking with this team? (laughs) You would pick the team until the day you die. Like, okay, I I got to say, which is it? Well, you're right, Steve. You're absolutely right, and that's the that's the part that gets me is that. Standing behind 
it's that's like that's like taking a boat with a bunch of holes in it expecting it to float and then when it goes down going i'd take this boat again i would take it again as it as it sinks on a sunny day that's my it's insanity it's just this 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 whole beating our chest and you are you are the, the thing that's driving me crazy about us management right now is that they clearly clearly want to go i well we did it our way well if your way doesn't work why are you not just admitting hey we were wrong we made a bad decision and you know what we're gonna have to look at making some changes that's it then argument's dead then we go you know what i respect that here is dean uh dean lombardi's quote on castle part of that will be in my book down the road but let me say this if you're talking about justin abdulkader blake wheeler brandon dubinsky Ryan Kessler, David Backus, I'll take those guys any day, any day. You said it twice. Boy, did he mean it. Uh, is that who you're talking about? You're going to have to play against those guys in a little while, but that's basically the trade-off. So I, I think I hit that. Dean, nail he's on talking the head. about you, Dean. He's talking about you, <laughs> but, Dean. But he put those guys on that team. Right, but he's talking about Dean's decision-making. To put Abdulkader in the lineup right. over Kessel and, is what okay, I'm saying. Okay, let me though. say, yeah. let me, and, and anybody who disagrees with me on this, would you take Kessel over Abdulkader in NHL 16, 17? Of course you would, and that's what and that's what Kessel is saying. So if I'm Abdulkader, it's my job to say, oh yeah, well f you. Okay, Abdulkader, the next time you score 35 goals and win a Stanley Cup, talk to me. Oh, oh, and it's world not, star. That's not, world and star. that's not a okay. slight on Justin Abdulkader. He's not that type of player. You don't need six Abdulkaders in the lineup. You need two. You need a Phil Kessel. You had you had Patrick Kane and Zach. Zach, Zach, Zach Brise should have been sort of past prime and doesn't make passes prime money. I'm just saying, like, who no. else do they have? Yeah, the quote continues. Those guys have big time heart, and when I talk about caring, <laughs> they'd be the nucleus of the caring and they sorry no that can't be right that's not the that's quote correct. is it they'd be the, nucle, the nucleus, nucleus of the of caring, caring. Can we? well we have a show title <laughs> nucleus of the caring those guys have big time heart and when we, and we, I'm sorry sorry, I can't sorry get keep going keep going uh, those guys have big time heart and when I talk about caring they'd be the nucleus of the caring and they compete and they can play play, play for me any day except, nucleus of the caring except that they didn't except that they should they had a, a terrible showing against team europe and a, a very marginal showing against canada you know what they didn't they didn't this heart thing what are you talking what did you watch the games yeah, so they, they looked like they were defeated before they even hit the ice against canada uh, patrick kane had the puppy eyes with like five minutes to go well and yeah. that's understandable he tried he doesn't have anybody to play well, with. No, so there's the caring, right? Mm-hmm. And the sharing. And, and the sharing. And uh, one of the other quotes was, uh, there were tears in the locker room and they were real and they cared. That doesn't change anything! You know what? I'll tell oh. you something that I'm sure your coaches told you growing up, even though I didn't hashtag play the game. Mm-hmm. It's not good enough just to care. It's not. I care so much. Okay, let's find someone else who cares and is better. <laughs> That's what it is, man. Mm-hmm. It's insulting to the U.S. program to say we can't go skill for skill with Canada. 
It's insulting. For, they would have never said that in the 90s. Nope. They didn't say that at Salt Lake. Yeah. They what didn't ha- say that in Torino. They didn't say that in Vancouver. They didn't say that in Sochi. Mm-hmm. You didn't say that because it wasn't true. What happened? What happened between... How many guys retired? Dude, it's like... I mean, okay, Nagano. It's like I said a couple episodes ago, and and, uh, uh, Jeremy, who's a friend of mine, actually, Jeremy Keefe, who's a friend of mine, brought it up. He's like, like, I really laughed when you said, oh, here comes Little America, only 330 million of us. Are you telling me that you couldn't put a better team together with a country that size? Another Lombardi. We got some darn good players, but the reality on a skill basis, your odds of winning aren't very good against Canada. What about Team Europe, Lombardi? That's what about Team Europe? I know. If I'm Enzi Kopitar, I'm going, bro, <laughs> what the hell? Also, what happens now? When's when's USA versus Czech Republic? Like, When is that game? Tonight. At 8 p.m. <laughs> if they win that game, do they go see? Yes. <laughs> or if they lose that game, you got to throw everything out the By window. By the way, you know the Czechs want that game. Because they haven't won I either. I hope they get it. I hope they get it. Because I want to know how Czechs, many more excuses there are. I, I, I want to know how deep hope, the rabbit hole I goes. I hope America wins because the quotes are going to be fantastic. <sighs> I hope America wins that one. Go go USA. And oh, listen, the loudest anthem in the history. I, I like This is not a slight against the country. This is not a slight against Americans before anybody gets offended. Oh, Jesus. Hon- honestly, honestly, it's a slight against a couple guys who are running the show who don't get it. I'm trying to compliment you. They're trying to say the U.S. can't go skill for skill versus Canada. I'm trying to say, yes, you can. Exactly. Yes, you can. Uh, do you want to hear some more quotes from, from people? Sure. We actually have some votes. Uh, Bacchus and Eric Johnson are scratched tonight. By the way. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Isn't Bacchus uh, the captain? Ben Bishop. Pavelski. Ben I Bishop think. starts in goal. Oh, okay. Well... So Tortorella, a couple of things. I, I, the audio is not coming up properly for some reason. Tortorella said, uh, "I like Phil. I just wish he didn't say anything." Yeah, he got super parental. Are you are you gonna play that? Uh, yeah, I can play that, and I can play the yeah. Here, I can play towards doing that. Here, hang on, coming. Phil Kessel's tweet the other night, obviously uh, a lot of headlines in that. Uh, just get your thoughts on that, and and, yeah. and, and any input as to why he was not part of this club. Well, because we thought we we had the right team, but but as far as the uh, the tweets, I, so listen, I like Phil. Uh, I've had him in World Championships. Uh, uh, I, I really like him. But as I said, we need to take our medicine as a team. I just don't. I don't get. We're taking it. We'll take it from you guys all day long. That's part of our job, and it's part of your job, all day long, and we should. I just don't understand players that have been in this situation, players that have played for the USA hockey, not only Phil, but some of the other guys speaking out. To me, uh, it's a little self-serving. And quite honestly, it doesn't make USA hockey look any better either. No, you took care of that. And I think the people that are doing it, it really doesn't help them either as far as what, uh, you know, I I wish Phil just would have, Listen, you guys have grinded us about Phil. Phil looks just fine as far as the way you've talked about us not picking him. I, I just wish he didn't say anything because it makes him look bad. And I don't want him to look bad. Uh, and the other guys, I, I just, it's so easy. It's so easy to start chucking dirt on us when things are going bad. But when they've been playing in the program, it, it's, it, it 
for the whole USA hockey, it just does not look good. So that's his response. Is and that somebody somebody dared speak out? Somebody dared speak dared to speak out, and and that's somehow an issue. He's not all the way wrong. Like I, if Phil Kessel was applying for a job, mm-hmm. and that job was winger on Team USA yeah. <laughs> at the World Cup, you wouldn't get the job because they would. What do they do now? Nowadays, they look at your resume. Mm-hmm. Mm, a couple 35-goal seasons is pretty good. Stanley Cup champion. I see that Phil Kessel's is Stanley, Stanley Cup champion. Very good, very good. Now let's go through his Twitter. Because that's what people do now. Oh, said this thing about our company. And now he wants to join our company? I don't, I don't like okay. that very much. I don't think Phil's going to get this job. Mm-hmm. Let me go through uh, well, the when pile. When your company fails uh, because you're not making a profit. Justin Abdul. Now, let me okay, do one more see. thing. Tortorella... Talking about picking the team apart, he's he's defending the team. It's funny when you when you lose and you're in the situation we are, it, and it's easy. You poke holes in it. Everybody, what happened here? This, that, the other thing. It, we had 20 scoring chances uh, in that game. They had nine. Uh, pause, we gave us freebies. Is, is was that John Tortorella or Dave Poulin? <laughs> that the, any American Toronto Maple Leafs fans? That sounds creepily close to something the Leafs used to say when they were getting smoked a couple years ago. Creepily close. They would, they'd be able to go, we had all these scoring chances. Hey, if ifs and buts were candy and nuts, you wouldn't be eliminated. Go ahead. Early in that game, and that's what screwed us. And uh, uh, did we play uh, and get the quality scoring chances that we wanted? No, but give them some credit. Uh, they played a Can defense. Can you play that from the beginning again? Uh, yep. He just Rick James us. When you lose and you're in a situation where you're in a situation Yeah, sorry. He Rick James us. Come on, I didn't put my feet up on that man's couch. I think I got a little more sense than that. Yeah, I remember putting my feet on that man's couch. <laughs> That's what he just did. <laughs> when you lose and you're in a situation where you are, it, and it's easy. You poke holes in it. Everybody, what happened here, this, that, the other thing. We had 20 scoring chances. We had 20 scoring game. chances. They had nine. Uh, we gave them freebies early in that game, and that's what screwed us. And uh, uh, did we play uh, and get the quality scoring chances that we wanted? No, but give them... We some- didn't get quality scoring, scoring chances! <laughs> that was a good catch. Good catch. Yeah, I remember putting my feet on that man's couch. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't even got to the part where he's like, basically... He Where's goes the on China say, Club part? <laughs> right. Charlie Murphy! When does John Tortorella smack Charlie Murphy? <laughs> <laughs> when does he make them pancakes? We gotta go to, we gotta go to commercials, guys. Well, Canada won game. Here's Blouses. the thing. <laughs> Tortorella goes on to say in this clip, no excuses, stop, stop tearing this team apart. I'm going to leave you with that. You know what? We'll play it when we come back. It is the Panago Pizza Steve Dangle podcast on Sportsnet 590 The Fan. Here's one. Let's start with this. Am I wrong to feel some sympathy to feel a little bad for John Tortorella? No, I don't think so. I don't I don't think so. I mean, the guy lost. He clearly won. Steve, he cares. He cares. He's he is in the center of the nucleus of the carrot. If you're just joining us, by the way, we're talking about Team USA and the excuse, the pile of he- hot hot take excuses that they've got going on right now, which are just 
It's unbelievable. We actually heard John Tortorella just say in a, in a press conference, we had 20 scoring chances, they had nine. We didn't generate enough scoring chances within 10 seconds of each other. It's amazing. Like, okay, at this point, I just feel like I'm picking on him. Um, but he, he deserves it. He deserves it. He cared. I can have some sympathy, some sympathy for someone who wants to win this badly, but all this shows is they need to change things up. They need to figure it mindset out. Mindset change. Even they if they keep the same people, change. if you keep, keep the same people, but the same people subscribe to a new mindset, that's even fine. Mm-hmm. But clearly what you did didn't work. Just just admit it and move on. Um, so here's John Tortorella talking a little bit about uh, scoring chances and that sort of thing and why they lost the game. And he wants to talk a little bit more about the roster because people keep asking about the roster because you know what? The roster was the problem for United States. Credit. Uh, they played a defense that filled the middle. Uh, they had struggled early in the exhibition where they were given up odd man rushes. They made an adjustment, <laughs> and we played against it. We tried to get through it. We didn't. So give them some credit. But as far as a coach to the players, it, it's easy to speculate that, but I'm not buying it. Uh, we, were try- we knew that first game was the utmost importance because it puts you right in the shit that we're in right now. I'm not going to sit here and listen to people tell me that this team was a bunch of grinders because it's not true. Uh, uh, we certainly, one of the, the number one, one thought we had when we looked at these people and building this team, do they care? This team cares. Um, There's the care. We just Who did cares? not, from the coaching staff right on through, did not get the job done. And uh, you need to accept that. And we need to take the medicine. But I'm not going to listen to people Talk about different things when, quite honestly, they don't have a clue what goes on with this club. And uh, but but we're in this situation, so you have to take your medicine. I'm not making any excuses for us. But you are. And, uh, for me, as I said the other night, I think I've let a lot of people down in, in not getting this team to get where we thought they could get to. So here's the thing: if we, if okay, so Jesse, yes. Um, I know you've got Team USA's roster up there. Let's say mm-hmm. uh, the next time the World Cup happens, Canada selects you to be their top center. Oh, wow. And you're like, and you're like wow, I haven't even, I, I'm too lazy to get my skate sharpened, but I'm going to come, I'm going to play top center and you're going to play top center. And then yeah. they go, hey, Jesse, do you think Steve would play for us too? Uh-huh. And 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 you you probably say yeah yeah I totally think Steve would play so they select Steve okay. next and I then they ask that. the two of you hey do you think that Adam guy you also do the show with do you think he would play and they and you no. guys both say yes okay yes yeah you have to say yes mm-hmm. to this one in this hypothetical go yeah. with it so it's not real so life. so yeah. then then Mike Babcock says to us guys you are the top line you are the top line for Team awesome. Canada. This is pretty sick. It's pretty yeah. sick. Bash Brothers. Right? Bash Brothers. Right? I just barely lift the puck off the ice. I'm playing first line center. Hey, d- hey, don't look at me. I, I scored on the on the Molson fridge. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm, now, just, I'm just saying. Now, going into the game, got being the, the not hockey players that we are, it's a little bit strange that we're there. Yeah. A little bit strange. A little, a little bit odd. But we're going to go out there. What are we going to try to do? Win. Grind our way to victory. Why? Because we have no We skill. can't do anything no, else. No, why Why do we want to grind our way to victory, sacrifice our bodies and our health in the future? Because winning is better than losing. Because we care. <laughs> and because we care. Right. We are in the nucleus of caring. Guys, we are in the <laughs> nucleus of caring. You could strap a USA jersey or a Canadian jersey or any team's jersey, anybody's country's flag to them, and they would care. That doesn't mean they're good enough. 
Yeah. Do you I, have Team USA's roster, Jesse? I do. Have All right. It open. So let's. Are they a bunch of grinders? Not no. completely. No. no. I think he's right in that thing. But let's go through this roster. I looked up Ablocator's numbers immediately to be like, oh, they're not a bunch of grinders. Look at this plug, and I'm looking at him. I'm like. I wouldn't mind Justin Ablocator oh, on my great. team. Yeah. I'll take him. But that's the thing. That's fine. Do you need him and Dubinsky and Kessler? You keep, need... You need. Keep going. But what, yeah. what Kessler's not ridiculous. Bacchus, but. Dubinsky, Kane, Kessler, Oshi, Pacioretty, Palmieri, Parise, Pavelski, Stepan, JVR, Blake Wheeler. I like not, that team. Not a bad player in the bunch. Not at all. Not, not a bad player in the bunch. I just... Let me, not, let me just, it's not the best team, though. Let me just drop some names on yeah. you. Jonathan Taze, Sidney Crosby, Brent Burns. Stamkos. Steven Stamkos. So then, does Are, the USA have something when they say they couldn't just go skill for skill with Canada? I don't think so. I don't think so. Isn't grinding a skill? Um, I think it kind of is. Yeah, well, if they if it was supposed to be... I didn't see a lot of grinding either. I saw a lot of grinding in the first game the two teams played against each other in the preseason. That's true. I heard the hits for. I, I haven't seen the box score or the highlights because I was at the game, but I heard the hits were something ridiculous in favor of Team USA. And that's not because they're grinding, it's because they never had the puck, guys. It's like when. They never had the bloody thing, and that's like the only time you're eligible to hit. When Luke Shen led the NHL in hits, because Luke Shen never had the puck. He was always chasing the thing. Now, I think that might have been a little bit. The Leafs sucked, but uh, <laughs> it's true. Hits were thirty-eight to fourteen for USA. Mm-hmm. Now, what, why was that? What, what was the Jonathan Taze quote about? Uh, hey, guys, you have a league low amount of hits, right? Mm, Wasn't it Jonathan Taze? I think it was Patrick Kane. Patrick Kane. Um, you know, it was. Yeah, well, you can't hit when you always have the puck. Mm, well, it's true. Hard to disagree. It's true. Let's go back to the Phil Kessel thing for just a second here. Sure. All right. Do you still have the Dean Lombardi quote open, Jesse? I do. Okay, can you can you uh can you read the players that Dean Lombardi that Dean Lombardi said in the- Let's get this out of the way right now. Unless he like hits at least 35 goals, maybe 40 and gets like 70 points next year, Kessel ain't playing for the US like ever again. Yep. Yeah, he closed the door on I, that. And I don't think he cares. But Was let's he on the first line in Sochi? Yep. He was, he was. And he oh, yeah. underachieved despite scoring or something. I don't know. Yeah. So the quote is, if you're talking about Abdelkader, Wheeler, Dubinsky, Kessler, Bacchus, I'll take those guys any day. So I have a question. Any day. Who of those won a cup last year? Now wait, though. Now wait, though. Because a those? lot of people have been using this argument, though. Who of those won a cup last year? A lot of people is have been... Is Matt Murray better than Carey Price because Matt Murray won a cup last year? No, he's yeah. not. It, so. Yeah. <laughs> So there's that, and every year people use the buddies won a cup. You're right. I can't use that argument because I don't. I hate that argument. It's it's there are there you are can, some you can use merits. that argument for and against Kessel, and I've seen them both. One was for Kessel, and it's what you guys just said. Uh, the other was oh, I, I saw a tweet. Uh, oh, the guy wins one Stanley Cup, and oh. <laughs> <laughs> Someone called him a like a tub of lard or whatever, and this tub of lard's got something to say. Old hot dog over there thinks he's something. Meanwhile, there are players and especially coaches who could ride a Stanley Cup victory for the rest of their lives. John Tortorella. I believe John Tortorella is one of them. <laughs> who, is, who has had terrible system hockey since the lockout. It since the once. first lockout. One time it worked. How it many worked. Pre-lockout when Dave Andrewchuk was still playing. How many playoff series has Randy Carlisle won since 2007? 
I would love to know. That's a good question. But it doesn't matter because in 2007, he won the Stanley Cup. Nine years ago. But he has a Stanley Cup. So I bet Getzlav and Perry are just loving this because then they got to go back to Randyville next year. Supposedly, that was like a big kind of F you. We're not running the show for management. Since winning the Stanley Cup, Randy Carlyle has made two quarterfinals appearances and one semifinal. So he's won one playoffs. No, they lost... uh, yeah, two quarterfinals and one semis. And a conference final. No. Conference quarterfinal. Oh, I'm conference sorry. I see, yeah. I see, I see, I no. see. So, he's, so he's, made, he's won one playoff series since the cup. No, it would have been... No, because if you make the quarterfinals, that doesn't mean you've won. Yeah, that means that's the second round. Quarterfinals oh. are the second round. Okay, so he's yeah. won... All, okay, he's so he's won done... Three, fair three, enough. Three. Wait a sec. No, <laughs> this is written weird. Okay, sorry. Let's read exactly <laughs> what it says on the Wikipedia. One Stanley Cup. 2007. Can't okay. take that away from him. Nope. Result. The next year just says conference quarterfinals. So that... It says lost in. Oh, quarter... It's red, so that means lost in conference quarterfinals. Right, so they lost in the first, first round. In the second round. Quarterfinals, quarterfinals is the first round. round. No, no, no. Conference quarterfinals are the first round. But here it says lost in first round, so they specify. Because the person who did this Wikipedia page sucks. Yeah, they all conference mean the same thing. It's still the first is, round of the playoffs. Is, yeah, so conference... one. He wrote... They wrote three different... Four different ways <laughs> to say conference quarterfinals. Same thing. Yada yada yada. He's won one round. There we go. But who cares? <laughs> who cares? He had one. He got one in 2007. When the Leafs got him in, in whatever year that was, I was stoked. And you know why? Mm-hmm. Because of everything I was sold about him when he won the cup in 2007. We got this hard nosed coach. The Ducks were hard nosed. Never mind that they had the greatest tandem of the last like 30 years. Mm-hmm. And great goaltending and great defense. And g- great everything. Like Hall of Fame defense. It, Niedermeyer and Pronger is and, your top line, and, top line defense. And uh, you're going to win some games. Tamu Solani. <laughs> It was like a spare part. Yeah, right? <laughs> like, a, like a 30-something goal scorer spare part on that team. Uh, you know, and I, and I don't want to pick on the guy because we've had plenty of opportunities to pick on Randy Carlisle in the past, but you can ride a Stanley Cup for a long time. You can. Did well, you guys uh, read Josh Paul's tweet? Who the, is Josh Paul? He is a U.S.-born sledge hockey player. Oh, God! Yeah, go ahead. What did he say? So he said... Really glad I was born without legs. The U.S. sled team has a much better track record of success than the U.S. men's stand-up team. Gee, first of all, I've never heard them referred to as the stand-up team. (laughs) Yeah. But I'll take it. What's the deal? Um, (laughs) Wow. (laughs) That is cold. Fire. I can't decide whether that's fair or not. I mean, it's a burn. But is that fair? Burns don't have to be fair. No, I guess not. Burns well, people, can be burns. People are saying like Phil. Uh, oh, Phil Castle couldn't have played in the tournament anyway. Did, it was Parise. He's like, wasn't he having? Wasn't he even hip, hip surgery? He couldn't yeah, have played. I know. last week as well. No, I think he could have played through it. Yeah, and he plays through stuff all the time. That's why he has this ridiculous Iron Man streak. Why is he in a slump? Well, because let's face it, maybe well, he should have taken a game off. Yeah. Now, I will say one thing. Look, I'll defend Kessel nine times out of ten. But one thing I've heard a lot of people say, and one of you guys said it already in the show, I doubt Kessel cares. Well, if he doesn't care, no, then he he's just care. taking a shot and being a jerk. You know no, what I mean? Cares. You, he if he take, cares. If he didn't care, he wouldn't have said it. I hope so. He cares. I, I, like to th- I would like to assume that you're right there. We would... If he's just if he doesn't care yeah. and he's going, meh, <laughs> that's being a dick. What, what is he like, going? Meh. 
<laughs> you know what? I, I at that point I still couldn't fault him, but I know that he cares. You got to. Okay, You're allowed to be a forget. jerk. People, yeah, it's not illegal to be a jerk. No, it's no, not illegal. You somebody can be actually that. called me uh, called me on the station station yesterday. You're a jerk. And, and said, what? And said, you know what? I'm a social worker, and she said, you know, sometimes you can't read into a situation. Sometimes people just don't give a bleep. Oh, I Some know. people, there's. She's like, there's lots of people out there. Everybody wants to explain why why they don't care. Explain that there's mental health reasons or whatever. She said, straight up, some people just don't care, and sometimes they're a holes. How many people listening to the show right now, maybe even on the car ride that that you're taking as you listen to the show, have screamed something at another driver? Where five seconds later you went, I'm a psychopath. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Adam did it on the way here. Yep. <laughs> yep. Driving through downtown Toronto. Oh, my God. Sorry, weaving through downtown Toronto. Yeah, there's no driving downtown Toronto anymore. No, No, there's only car parkour is what I call it. (laughs) (laughs) At the the end of the day, here's the thing. There will be two outcomes here, okay? Either Team USA will learn or they will not learn. Yeah. They'll either continue to do the same thing. And by the way, what's the definition of insanity? Uh... Signing a bunch of people to extensions and keeping Dave Nonis for longer than you should have. Exactly. Doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. Oh, there you go. Okay, fair enough. So, and not USA. Phil Kessel. Yes. Team USA has a choice. And, and not even really Team USA. It's whoever makes the decision on who gets to be the management for well, Team USA. They have else, a choice. What else is damning is they didn't even use their own roster to the best of their ability. Uh, no. Did, they didn't start buffling did... against Team Europe. <laughs> it was, is that true? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he yeah. didn't yeah. play. And David Backus isn't playing tonight. Isn't he the captain? No. Bufflin, oh, I thought he was the captain. No, no, it's Pavelski, I think. Oh, okay. So Bufflin is like definitely one of your best players, yeah. for sure. Yeah. If you put him at forward, he'd be one of your best players. Yeah. <laughs> I think. And if back to Team just, Europe, I would have. It might have been a good idea. Who knows? Um, and but like, how much did Kyle Palmieri, uh, Kyle Palmieri play? Guys coming off like what a thirty goal season, yeah. something like that. Score more than that. But then you know, but but Tortorella likes Ablocator's heart, and I hate to take it out on Justin Ablocator because he's a great hockey player. So it was he like he likes his heart, so we're gonna put him on the first line because he because he works hard. It's just the it's the it was the perfect storm. They didn't select the best roster, and then they took that roster, and they didn't even use it to the best of their ability. Mm-hmm. Fun and, fact. Amongst all forwards, Paul Mary played the least amount of minutes at 8 minutes and 35 seconds. Come on. Versus Canada. Well, it's because Tortorella needed more out of him. Nah. Um, and the other thing is, too, if you're going to outgrind Cold a team. Patch already out right away. If you're going to outgrind a team, outhard a team, it's been done. It's been done. And it'll be mm. done again. You know what you, need, well, you, know what you need? Mm. You need to outcoach them. Yeah, maybe we can move on because I'm sure American fans right now are like, stop turning the knife! Oh, my God! But I also think most of them agree. Yeah. In fact, yeah. I know most of them agree. Yeah, so. absolutely. You know, we're going to go on the Steve Dangle podcast. Uh, we got lots to discuss uh, in the off-air portion. Go to sportsnet.ca to download it. Thank you so much for listening. It's our first week of two podcasts. It's already feeling good. It's nice to see my friends again. Woo! Oh, this podcast brought to you by Hannah Go Pizza. It's what's on the inside that counts. Way to go, Adam. Unless you're Team America. Oh. So I'm gonna I, I'm gonna I want to start the off air portion of this. By the way, we're gonna talk about everything from uh, Steve Dangle Day at the Marlies to oh, yeah. um, to our our millennial team Team North America slash millennial headlines, which by the way were amazing on I'm our really page. Excited, uh, but I'm, I want to start this segment this the off air segment uh, with two piping hot takes. Are we ready for some piping hot takes? Scald me, scald me. Adam. I'm gonna scald you. First one, I think you're gonna agree with. Mm. 
It's from our boy, who we've not heard from in a while, Mike Francesa. Oh! Are we ready for a Mike Francesa hot take? Do you have the audio? I don't. Do you? I have the audio. Oh, send me the audio. Oh, send me the audio. If it's what you're referring to. I, I think it is. Yeah, I yeah, think, I think we're, Jesse and I are on the same page because this just came in and it was tweeted at me. And I'm going to look up the listener's name because I, I want to give shout out. Uh, well, I hope it's the hottest take I ever saw. Uh, it's from Danny. <laughs> Uh, Danny uh, at MD underscore toboggan. Yeah. The, He's uh, got to be a Canadian, uh, right? I feel like toboggan's a Canadian word. Yeah. I remember doing this weird English unit in school, and we talked about a bunch of words that were exclusively Canadian. Toque, right? Toque, I think, is not used elsewhere. Um, oh, I was with an American the other day, and they were like, hey, do you know where I can get an ice pop? <laughs> I had no idea what he was yeah. talking about. He was or, talking about a popsicle. Or a soda. Um, a ice, soda, yeah. Can I get a soda? Iced tea is actually just tea that's cold. Yeah, they call it cold tea, right? Yeah. Well, they call it iced tea. Not like the nest tea. That yeah. We have. Oh, they we don't. They don't have. Yeah, they and, then, and they, they serve you sh- like the sugary stuff on the side in case you yeah. want to sweeten your cold tea. But otherwise, it's, it's just like black it's just tea freaking that's tea. cold. Oh, my parents <laughs> said they tried to order a tea in Florida years ago, and they brought an iced tea. And they're like, no, 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 no. We want a, a tea, and they're just looking at them like, yeah. There it is. Put <laughs> <laughs> some ice in it. <laughs> uh, but, um, oh, what was the other one? Permafrost. Really? Permafrost is Canadian. What? Really? So, do you, have you guys ever heard of that? Well, yeah, it's, yeah. The, it's the... Land that's permanently frozen, frozen basically. Yeah. I guess... Permafrost. That, well, I guess we only us and the Russians really have need for a word like that. Maybe the Scandinavian yeah, countries. Yeah, maybe like <laughs> Finland, Sweden. Like a grand total of four countries. <laughs> need it. We're All dressed like a, chips. <laughs> All dressed chips, ketchup yeah. chips, ketchup chips, everything well, yeah. bagels apparently too. But I, I found no, that hard to believe. No, no? That, yeah. somebody told me ketchup? that I was like, everything bagels that, really. No, they, no, they have everything bagels in New York. Okay, like, good. Yeah, yeah. Good. come on. I was just yeah. gonna say, if you've gone through your life and you haven't had an everything bagel, you're not living. They're I mean, so we good. have all dressed chips, and then you go to any convenience store in the states, and you're like, "Look at all these things! Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. why don't we have any of these?" We were in Pittsburgh last weekend, and Caprice looked at me. She's like, "There's, they're." Their pop, we call it pop. Their pop aisle is two aisles. Yeah. Oh yeah. Two aisles oh, of pop yeah. and Gatorade, different kinds. She's like, they're they're making flavors up. This is insane. How oh, yeah. is, how does there's there this many flavors of Crush? How is this possible? I went to the UK. I'm like, how is roasted chicken not the most popular flavor of chips in the world? Why don't we have this? It's Why true. are they hiding it from me? You got to go to like a flea market to just get vanilla Coke. And yeah, vanilla the Coke's the best. And they're onto like eight times vanilla Coke. Uh, <laughs> eight times vanilla. whatever that would. We're still vanilla cane sugar extract. Exactly. They're manipulating like the molecules, like Kyprios's water. Yeah. <laughs> so the vanilla. It yeah, we got your this. in the mouth. We got this good for you soda pop. Now it, it's got extra oxygen in it. It goes right through you. Sorry, I just that's my Stop big that loud breathing. This pop will blow at your fucking knees. <laughs> So, so let's hear Mike Frances's hot take that I actually think that we are totally going to agree with. Yeah. And we, how much do we love Mike? We love all him. the way. I've, I've missed him so much. If our internet Kermit. wasn't slow in here, we'd be on this. All right, all right. So let's uh, pull this up. Um, all right, and go. A great business needs uh, a stunning website. Hang on, sorry. Hang on, hang on. You know, hang on. Do no, I want to hear what they have to say. No, no. no. That, yeah. no. Oh, okay. You can't, you can't be running. <laughs> No. Stop no. it! I'm, no, no, don't worry. That part's not recording. I'm just listening to see how. See, okay. I can not record, but, but hear it. Oh, hopefully. So wait, we're not recording right now. No, no, we're recording, but I'm just not recording the feed. God, I'm so that confused. Feeds into the audio. 
There's computer. There's mic audio. Oh, there's Winston. And there's computer audio. Hey. Why are you bringing this up, Winston? Who? <laughs> who is Winston to people listening to the show? Winston is from Breakfast Television, where I work. All right, here we go. Watching Winston right now. Winston. The tops came in and and asked me if I wanted to do a card. Now, I really did it for the kids. And I thought I got like I thought there was only a couple of cards. Well, I can't tell you how many cards I get back in the mail. I get them in, as Mons will tell you. We do this every day. I mean, it's it's Tops? amazing. I didn't, the I didn't know there was as many cards. I just thought they put out like a you know a yeah. hundred replica cards. You know, I'm not thinking I have a, a card now. It's like a you know they have this collector set that's I guess non-player related cards. So they they did a card. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, say nice card again, Mike. Caught. Nice picture. It says uh, on the front. It says Alan and Ginter has my name on the back. It says you know a couple things. You know blah blah blah. You know nice things about my career. And stuff. <laughs> but Mons will it tell says you, a couple things. And then a day goes by now that we don't get these in the mail to sign and send back with order with to people. From all over the country, it's unbelievable. I mean, it's like it's every day. We so get it, Mike. I mean, You're I popular. Can't there's many out there. All right, Mons. I mean, it's every day. It's like it never stops. And it's, it's like, like ten a day. It's unbelievable. It's like every single. <laughs> Imagine just being all together. Like, I actually get them at home too. How, how many hours does he have to fill again? Coming like crazy. Yeah. I didn't know, I didn't know there was that many. I do about it there. too. Mm-hmm. All right, let's get going. So we have uh, that's like, that should be the most important. You know, the worst thing happens. So, so, let's uh, try to do here. We got some stuff going on. It won't pause. Um, let me say this: after two weeks, shut up. If you ask me who the best team is. I'd say, A, we have to wait till the Pats get healthy and get Brady back to take a look then. Uh, a, NFC. Mm. I you know don't like so much cars have been hit because of the show. But they're definitely look then. All right, hold on. I can just uh, mute it. Hang a, on. NFC. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right, so Mike takes forever to get to stuff. We know this. So just bear with us on this one. Trust me, it's going to be I'm being entertained right now. All right. You wonder Boss. about cost Palmer in the playoffs. <laughs> on the other side... I mean, you have to consider New England still the class. I told you I thought Houston was going to take a big step up this year. I don't like the Colts. Mm. Um, you know, you're getting what you expect from Pittsburgh and Cincinnati. I think they're both solid teams. They're both playoff teams. I wouldn't pay teams. attention Denver's to my friend if he was talking to me like this. Is he done? Oh, my God. Is not a good one. Uh, He's just going through his NFL picks. Blah, 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 blah. <sighs> would be... Um, Are we waiting for the second hot take? I guess Seattle looking so bad. We're waiting for the hot take, period. (laughs) Offensive line. Wentz has looked really good. Wentz has looked... Sometimes I see them, and I'll pick against them, and they'll... And I I, I know on Cutler. um, Adam got a little annoyed part. I mean, he's doing a really good job right (laughs) off the bat. uh, The Bears, you know, with with the... You got Houston and New England... Listen, I don't know what to make. Should be a good team. I, I told you that was a thing game from the standpoint of Brian and Belichick. Oh, uh, boss! I Denver, hit another parked car. Uh, I fell asleep listening to my grandson. Their quarterback is going to have a Carolina come on the night and late in the game. Should we pause? They're playing hard. <laughs> and Seattle has not looked good. I tell you, Seattle, the spot flying shit later, and the Wallens will play. Okay, so here's what we got from that. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> First off, let me let me just tell you something. You find it? Let me tell you something. There are companies out there that have this this old world view that if you're going to post media on their websites, oh, they can't use hot. things like SoundCloud or YouTube. Why? Because they don't own SoundCloud or YouTube. And they don't think 
that those things can be monetized. They don't think that maybe those companies have it figured out and might be able to do that better than they can at a very low cost. Sorry about the mic hit there. <laughs> it's 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 so here's the thing. Play.it, which I believe is the CBS um player. Play.it is a is a pretty good player and it's I believe it's just for CBS. Oh. And the problem is that sometimes on Play.it, something will be labeled one way and the audio won't upload. Here's what Mike Francesa said about Tim Tebow. Are you ready? Here, before you do that, can I just talk to every broadcaster on planet Earth? Mm-hmm. If your site has an internal player, it sucks balls. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I keep trying to p- p- pitch this. I'm like, it we should put sucks. everything on YouTube because that's where the people are. Mm-hmm. Put the thing where the people are. That's how it works. Put if the video, if you like, if you have this great video, put it on Facebook, put it on YouTube, put it wherever videos are found. Yeah. Don't there just are, have it from one place. It's there crazy. are obvious financial reasons that companies do it, but it, but it's not working for them. Stinks. Anyway, he said, "This is what Mike Francesa said. Boy, what a waste that was. It drives me insane." <laughs> Good luck with that for <laughs> until seven o'clock, Jesse. Oh. He said he now has <laughs> Mike Francesa says about Tim Tebow, he now has become one of these people who's famous for being famous. That's all he is. He's not famous for any of his accomplishments. He's famous for being famous. He's almost become the Kardashian of sports. And this is in response to, I believe, a baseball card that Mike received. Also, Tim Tebow's number 15 Mets jersey, which he has never worn in a game, is the top-selling jersey at MLB.com currently. Which we could have predicted easily. Easily. Now, easily. can we get you a really good hot take that's going to take 30 effing seconds from a player that actually works? How's this? Now, it's recorded... From from a television, so the audio quality is not great, but this is wicked. This is, this is this is this is hockey panel for you. Okay, here's here's generic host with two former players, uh-huh. and two former players are not working in the league anymore because two former players are just that. They're two former players, and they maybe, like Steve said a little bit earlier, don't have the best outside view. Can't look at the game objectively because they're players, right? Who are these players? These players mm. are Brett Hall and Chris Chelios. Oh heavens to Betsy. If not anyone, that, anyone not that these two. If you could just go back and listen over time as Adam gets angry. Oh, this makes me so mad. Angrier. I hate it. <laughs> I hate it. Please um, do that. I hate it. Um, so here's what here's what Chris Chelios had to say about one Eric Carlson. You know, Chris Chelios, Norse Norse Trophy winning mm-hmm. Hall of Fame defenseman. Mm-hmm. Here's what he had to say about Norse Trophy winning future Hall of Fame defenseman Eric Carlson. Right, Eric Thank you. Hey, Chef, who are you? He certainly has a really good salad that Eric Carlson. Thanks for that, Leah. I gotta say, you know, we've all this talk, Chris, about Sweden's defense, and I just, I know it's one stat, one shot, maybe more from Carlson's defense stepping up a little bit. Well, he's won Norris Trophies for his offense. Let's not care ourselves. He, in his own end, you saw Line 8 turned him inside out and had a great chance. He's soft. You know, I, if I'm Finland, I work on him. If you're in front of that, he's never gonna take you out of position or box you out. So, Keep working on him. He's great offensively, but in his end, he's suspect for sure. (sighs) (laughs) That is how the Francesca shit should have gone. We should have had the clip. It should have played, and it should have been easy. (laughs) And then we could have broke it down. (laughs) This drives me crazy. People, And you know what drives me crazy about the Francesca thing? No one checks. No one looks to see, hey, um, you know, 
that thing's labeled that way. I wonder if it's actually playing the audio that's labeled. It drives me mad. Drives me mad. All right, now. Because it, it's not like Mike doesn't have producers. No, no. Like, come on, man. All right, anyway. Chris Chelios. What the hell was that? Why, why are you taking swings at Eric Carlson, man? Now, I have a theory on Chris Chelios. Now, a lot of you are going, Chris Chelios, I know that guy. Uh... <laughs> You know, judging by the age of, I think, the people who listen to the show, some of you might only know him very fleetingly. Mm-hmm. I grew up, and he was, when I grew up, he was the captain of the Blackhawks, who weren't allowed to be on TV because their owner thought that that would stop people from going to the game. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but they, they got past that. <laughs> and he decided to use his own player on his own website. Oh, uh, no, what website? No. <laughs> we don't need these, this website. <laughs> Um, he's dead. I shouldn't. He's dead. <laughs> anyway, so, so. Doesn't mean he made a good decision, Steve. <laughs> I don't care know. if they're dead or not. Heavens no. <laughs> you want right. another impression of a dead man? <laughs> <laughs> so, so, uh, if you're younger, you might remember Chris Chelios is that guy who played for the Atlanta Thrashers for seven games, but the Atlanta Thrashers in 2010. He did? Wow. He did. I didn't even remember. during the 2009-10 season. I found this out on his hockey DB page. Now the reason he might have some outdated views is because scroll, scroll, scroll. His hockey DB page starts in 1979. <laughs> Chris Jelling has played for a long time, man. Mm-hmm. And all the respect to him. And you know what? Can't hate on him because he acknowledged that Eric Carlson is a Norris winner. Chelios won the Norris three times. In 1989, wow. n- 1993, and 1996. Hmm. It's a long time ago. <sighs> because Chris Chelios played when it was still okay to like kill people, basically. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of players then that... I just... I, I found that really funny because I, I don't think... Yeah, Eric Carlson is known for his offense. I don't think he makes that. I don't think that's incorrect. But to say that Eric Carlson doesn't play defense, which is, in, in effect, how he followed that up. He's never going to box you out. He's a, Eric Carlson does do that. I would I've like to know who it. his defense partner was because if his partner is Victor Hedman, uh, yeah, it's probably a little easier to deal with Eric Carlson on account of Victor Hedman as a yeti of a man. But <laughs> anyway. otherwise, like, to... That's how good Sweden is, by the way. I think he Chris Chelios proved us right when we said they probably have the best defense in the tournament. Mm-hmm. They're saying attack Eric Carlson because <laughs> he's the weak link. <laughs> um, all right, so we got to talk about speaking of links not working. We got to talk about the fact that our link is not working. Um, oh no, not another technology. Yeah, thing. so we basically we um, we segue. We had the uh, that was actually we have this yeah. we have the Marley's game coming up the Steve Dangle podcast Marley's I don't want to call it Marley's night because it won't be at night it'll be the afternoon uh, but it is their uh, opening game against uh, Utica uh, and not only not only are we going to all watch the game together but we get the ice afterwards yeah. and we get to skate on the ice and people are like <laughs> I actually got a tweet from somebody going um just uh, do you think they're going to let us bring our skates in Yeah I think I th- like I think have you thought about okay. that I'm like we yeah we we did i know we don't think things th- through thoroughly most of the time so i can see why you asked the question don't worry you can bring your skates probably bring some skate guards so it's a good idea yes i um, would say definitely bring skate guards 
And uh, yeah, and, Je- and somebody Dude, also I don't suggested even have them. Somebody also <laughs> so, suggested that Jesse. We start a Kickstarter for Jesse's skate sharpening fee. Yes. Uh, <laughs> but one thing we do want to address is the fact that the internet browser has not been working. So you go to Marley's.ca. You go to the the. the well, we'll 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 send out the link again. We're going to talk to the Marleys again today because they said the problem was you had to use Google Chrome, and then Jesse tried it and it didn't work. So so we're trying to work through it. I don't know, but then. We were also told that 28 tickets have been sold, so people are figuring... Oh, it worked for me, but it's not working for other people, and I yeah, use Chrome. people have figured out a way around it. I don't know how. Are, I would suggest not using Internet Explorer. Uh, In general. But we'll, we will figure this out. Um, we're sorry that it's... I mean, I think it's not even an MLSE thing. It's a, it's a Ticketmaster thing. Uh, this is a Ticketmaster link, so unfortunately, we just gonna, we're gonna have to problem solve with this, and 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 we're gonna ask you to bear with us on this one. Yeah, uh, we do. There's wa- lots of time. Yeah, there is lots of time. It's still, so. almost like a month out. And just in case you didn't already know, October the. 15th. It's a Saturday. Uh, Marley's, Comets, uh, afternoon game. We're going to have a lot of fun. And then we're going to go skate the ice. And then there's other things coming that we cannot still announce still, yet. Because, still no way. Because okay. everything is always up in the air. You have no idea how crazy it is behind the scenes. But I, uh, it's hard to keep up with everything. To Adam's point, I mean, Adam's life is chaos in general. Because he's the most famous person in Canada. We've, we've already been <laughs> through this. not even true. Gord Downey, Justin Trudeau, Adam Wilde. No. Jackie Redmond. Nope. Justin yes, Bieber. Jackie Redman, I can just, see. Yeah. Justin Bieber. Ja- Jackie Redman, I can see. Uh, Deadpool. What's his name? Ryan, Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds, thank you. Deadpool. Ron McLean. Ron McLean. Ron is, Ron is a Where are the name people now? Sean Where are we going with this? Um, I, because of the World Cup of Hockey, I've never sent and received this many emails in my entire freaking life. I, I am all over the place. And if I haven't gotten back to you, I'm sorry. I know my Twitter's full of DMs. No. Uh, my my Facebook page, forget it. I haven't answered a single damn message. Um, God, I, my Instagram inbox is full. My phone is now part of my head. It's, uh, your Instagram inbox is full? Like, people That's respond, funny. people messaging me, and I feel terrible. Like, I just don't have, there's, there's only so much time in a day, so. And of course, I got sick in the middle of it all, so. It's chaotic but we will figure yeah. this out for you damn it and normally we've got some time to warm up for this stuff we got time to plan this stuff because everybody no matter what happens with the world cup of hockey you could have said hey you guys could have planned it a little bit earlier well everybody's really in we don't we're not going to do stuff mode in august right yeah. so <laughs> when we come back and there's two weeks to plan everything and the f- film festival's happening for me and the world cup's happening for steve there's a lot overarching going on and jesse's just going to parties harassing you know, Ron McLean and Tim and Sid and Jackie Redman. You know? Yeah. Ain't yeah. nothing going on in my life. <sighs> so anyway, let's get to something fun. We know that. That's why you're coming to the game. <laughs> what close. are we doing? What's fun? We're going to talk about the <laughs> millennial headlines, the Team North America oh. millennial headlines. And these will actually be perfect if Russia wins because... Uh, because <laughs> they'll God. be out because North America will be out. So here are some of the headlines that you guys dropped uh, on um, on our Reddit page, and they were outstanding. They were so great. So thank you, uh, reddit.com slash r slash Steve Dangle. First one, the kids aren't all right. Subheadline, selfish play of me first, al- me first ineals, dooms Team North America at World Cup. <laughs> And then the, this is the first sentence. Last I checked, hockey was a team game. Instead, the youngsters on North America squad were likely focused on their meme game. Sure, they have individual talent, but most kids these days are too focused on themselves to win as a team. Ooh, I just came up with one. 
There's no I in team, but there's two in millennial. Oh, next one. Team millennials search for safe space after big loss to team Canada. (laughs) Safe space. I I like that. Yes. Um, Can't Google grit. Can the teams, (laughs) can can the kids of team North America stand up to the men of the NHL? (laughs) Ooh, That's good. Millennials of Team North America lack their One Direction. Oh, oh, great! Oh, that's so good. Kale and the rest of the Millennial Team North America players eaten up by competition at World Cup. Kale. Oh, because of the, the names. You. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this is good down is the one direction of the world cup of hockey's resident boy band <laughs> outstanding that i is, should be naming i should be naming everybody so thank you everybody for going through with this but that is a perfect curmudgeon dad joke oh so Headline. good that's really good i had i had a few people tweeting me like curmudgeon that's yep. my new favorite word thank you steve it's a good one um, curmudgeon. From, from pedrov 80 the writings on the facebook wall for team north america <laughs> From uh, A.H. Giletti, Giletti, I hope I said that right. Team North, Team North America, too busy to, too busy with Netflix and chill to back check. Team North America, no whip or nay nay. <laughs> All right, this is a Canadian joke, so I apologize to everybody not from Canada, from, which is Canadian in itself. Yeah, Snake Patton writes Team North, Team North America, they're just not ready. Nice hair, though. Mm. Uh, Which was a Justin Trudeau attack ad when our election was going on. That's very funny. (laughs) Team North America. This is from Music Alarm Clock something. What? (laughs) Team North America. Too many Pokemon, not enough men. Uh Uh, Okay. Okay. I like like the men angle. Yeah. Yeah. The the twist. Yeah. The idea that these are just boys. From Mattinator72, Team North America should learn how to check something other than their Facebook status. Oh, that's damn. Good. Now, that would be truly written by angry older sports writer uh-huh. because nobody's on Facebook anymore. They went with Facebook. <laughs> like, nobody checks Facebook for anything anymore. That's true. Right? Assuming millennials are all on Facebook. Which, <laughs> Facebook. Too. I would never be on Facebook We're if I didn't have We're on Facebook because we... Have to be. Grew up with it and have to be. I hate kinda. it. Kinda. I hate it. May- <laughs> We all have at least one friend who's like, but I sent you a Facebook invite. I didn't see it! Why do people do that? <laughs> Why do they event invite me on fuck, fucking Facebook? If I have an event send that an I want email. you to come to, you'll get a text. Yeah! You might even get well, a little old-fashioned here. You might get a phone call. I'm going to call it. Can I call out Mrs. Dangle on this? On this? Uh, I'm going to call out Mrs. Dangle. Uh, you ready? Uh, so, wait, who's emailing you party invites? Uh, I get like I get like calendar invites. And how would you know? You just blow them off anyway. You're out of miles, <laughs> of course. Well, when I moved back from Calgary, uh-huh. before months before we started this podcast, literally months, um, I I I woke up one Monday morning to see a bunch of pictures from the previous weekend of S- Steve Steve Glenn's birthday party, and I was like, but I mean, I know I just moved back and all, but these are all my friends, right? Why, why was I not invited? Mm-hmm. And that that day, our our good mutual friend Eric was like, "Uh, so why didn't you come into Steve's on on the weekend?" Because I literally was doing nothing. 
And, oh, no. and I said, was I, in, I don't, I said, I don't think I was invited. And he's like, that's weird. Why would you be invited to Steve's? Right. Yeah. And, and so it turns out Mrs. Dangle had made the party invite on Facebook. Oh no. Doesn't mean I don't love Mrs. Dangle. It sounds like you just took a shot at her. I, I'm just saying Mrs. Dangle. Gets Insulted her a little bit. <laughs> Insulted her. Adam just took a shot at your wife. <laughs> We have to throw them. Here's the, here's the scene. I think that's the rule of manhood. <laughs> I love that Jay Z meme. That face you make when you think you have to drop a diss track on your wife. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's not music alarm clock. It's muck U.S. alarm clock. Muck you. It's this guy again. Uh, here's a here's the. Here's How would Don Cherry say it? Here's the Mike.com version of a of a team millennial headline. Timmin last night. McKinnon. McKinnon. Also, Jared. he didn't. He didn't understand the Phil Castle quote. That's because Don Cherry doesn't understand how to tweet. Period. Uh, anyway, and I and love now Don. for a fourteen-part tweet. Um, is skill is skill privilege causing protests among Team North America? A deep dive into McClellan, McClellan's millennial entitlement dilemma. <laughs> Smokes. Ooh. That's a good one, right? Twenty-three. It's, it's also very preachy. Twenty-three reasons. Brackets and under why Team North America won't win at the World Cup. <laughs> You'll throw your back out laughing at number seven. <laughs> 23 reasons and under. That's clever. That's clever. I enjoyed that very much. Uh, anyway. Adam Wilde's on TV. <laughs> Am I on TV? You are for a sec. Oh, it's a breakfast television. You're in commercials. We've got to have not, we've got to shut the TV off. No, we this. don't. This is terrible. You guys understand how terrible this is for anybody listening in a car. Both of you. Both of you are guilty today of this. Are, uh, we need yeah. to stop doing this. Because even our camera is right under the television. People cannot see what's going on on the TV. Yeah, but they can see us ignoring you and making you progressively more mad. <sighs> Adam. Yeah. Which uh, large mammal do you think you could take in a fight? <laughs> <laughs> Let's do the press conference. The Presser. S-D-P. The Steve Dangle Press Conference. I'm just, I'm trying to, I'm going through the Rolodex in my head of things I can use to piss Adam off (laughs) and use them all. Uh, So two of our friends are getting married today, Nate and Anna. (laughs) So I just texted Nate, 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 send him about nine of those. Anna, Anna, Anna. They both just go, what? And I was just like, hi. (laughs) Steve did this while we were on the show. I just, I hope you know that. You no, did. I did it while I was waiting for you, Mr. Steve, Steve doesn't care about 10 your minutes means 15 minutes. <laughs> Threw it out there. What's the most outrageous jersey you've seen since the World Cup's been on? Anybody outrageous walking around jersey. or something? Oh. Outrageous jersey? Uh, a funny one that I saw, I don't know what that Bugs Bunny sound was that just came out of me. A funny one that I saw was uh, at the Canada-USA game, a guy wore a Habs jersey with Pacioretty on the back, but he put tape over Pacioretty. Oh, I think indicating that he was all for Team Canada in this bout. Yes. Um, a lot of the Europeans have worn pretty, pretty good ones. A lot of the out of town fans, like some really old school, like Komarov stuff, uh, old school Salming stuff and Sundin stuff, like stuff clearly from when those guys played over there, mm-hmm. and the jerseys are from there. That's cool. That's yeah. neat. Yeah. European jerseys the, have the like a different fans feel. have been really cool here. Yeah. Oh, they've been awesome. Love like I love how many Swedish fans I see walking around, and they're all wearing yellow at all times. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you know they're Swedish. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. matches their hair, and they're loud. Like Canada, can we 
liven the fuck up. Like, but we would ruin the game experience for the people trying to watch and have a nice, quiet evening. There were three Swedes, dead center, in the in the seats you want to be in, not too not too far away to the ice, not too close. You get a f- full view of everything. And one of the three, you can see them in a sea of red, wearing bright yellow. One of the three stands on the arms of his chair. And the whole, everyone, the whole stadium, the whole arena, joined them. Wow. And they were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it took them to get any get, noise out of the building except for doing goals. That, a Canadian doing that, they would have been like, dude, can you screw off? Mm-hmm. Yeah, what are you doing? Yeah, and what security would have come and taken him out of the arena anyway. Yep. Standing on the lake, oh, standing on his chair, God forbid, there might be a lawsuit. I, I, I'm not going to lie. I was like, I wonder if security is going to do something about that. They're probably not used to getting people standing. Things are just, listen, I've said this many times. They're having a lot more fun in Europe than we are at all times. At all, at every time. Every moment, they're having more fun in Europe than we are. Just saying. Anybody I, who goes there, trust me, they're having more fun. I drank a beer in a park in Amsterdam, which I don't actually know if that's legal or not. Did you Did you then? Um, did you then go and cause wild amounts of crime and dri- drive drunk and deface public property? After I bottled a police officer, I was perfectly calm. Okay, cool. Yeah. Because no. <laughs> you know why? Because they treat you like an adult over there. Well, so I opened it, but I was going like, mm-hmm. when I opened it and like making sure, and no one's looking at you. You know why? Because who, who gives a shit? Go about your life. Enjoy it. Just don't yeah. bug me. Yeah. That's what it's like over there. Yeah. And also when it's time to have a good time, let's have a good time. We don't know how to have a good time. We don't. I thought we did, but... Nope. Oh, and the other thing is what, what kills me, like going down to the States and being able to buy alcohol in a drugstore or alcohol in a grocery store in most states. And Caprice is like, I just, I'm so, like, I, it's so cool that they allow this. I'm like, yeah, because they treat you like an adult down here. You're expected well, to take a, care of yourself. That's an Ontario thing, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Because you can Ontario do that in Alberta. Nova Scotia. And if you have Alberta, you can buy it anywhere at any time. Mike Darnay, the, the uh, guy from Pennsburg who got me to go to game one of the Stanley Cup final. He was like, I was in Pearson, and it was 10 in the morning, and I couldn't get a beer, and I was going to lose my mind. Yep. <laughs> and I think they start serving at, They start serving at 11, and if it's 10.59, they will not give you a beer. But I thought airport time was go nope. ahead and drink. No. Nope. No, eh? They don't nope. care. Bullshit. Anyway. Steve, what's with Mitch Marner's weight? Oh, thank goodness you brought this up. Yes. So, Mitch Marner, supposedly said at media availability today, which has gone under the radar because of the World Cup, that he's gained five pounds over the summer. Now, in oh, me too. Early July, in early July, he said that his goal was to be 170 by camp. Now, he weighed 163 at the time. So because of my great math skills, this means Mitch Marner weighs 168, which means he's a failure and he's too small for a man's game. Until you realize NHL.com lists Johnny Gaudreau at 157. 157 pounds. Oh, uh, Scott Wheeler posted a picture. Here's six foot zero Mitch Marner standing next to 5'10 Colin Smith less than two weeks ago. And it's Marner obviously shorter than Colin Smith. But yeah, you got to take camera angle and into consideration. Smith's helmet's tilted up. Yeah, I guess it's sort of interesting. I guess it's sort of interesting. But um, I saw an interesting quote on Gaudreau, mm-hmm. and I could find the relation to Marner. The one I sent? 
Do you want me to bring it up? Is that the, oh yes, that is the one. I didn't find it at all. I found it in our message that Jesse sent me. So this is uh, from Alex underscore Pruitt. Prewitt. Oh, sorry. It's about Johnny Gaudreau. The quote is from Sports Illustrated. Sports Illustrated. Thank you. Johnny has horrible nutrition habits. Anyone will tell you this. He doesn't like vegetables. He hardly likes fruit. The first team barbecue we had, all he ate was three hamburgers with ketchup only. He was trying to put on weight because he knew it was his draft year. He started drinking two milkshakes a day and got on a Nutella kick. He was eating Nutella by the spoonful, I guess. In the middle of one practice, he came up to me and said, Coach, my stomach feels awful. They take him to a doctor. The doctor doctor asks him a bunch of questions. Turns out he was eating so much Nutella that he got constipated. <laughs> and they were like, well, you just can't eat this. That's my favorite ending, by the That's way. Amazing. And they were like, well, you just can't eat this. Wow. There are different ways you can be out of shape. So <laughs> everyone talks fat. about Kessel being fat. That's not even skinny fat. That's just... You can be skinny and malnourished. <laughs> it's easy. That makes me feel less bad. Yeah, there's a ton of people who are skinny and malnourished. Absolutely. Um, I it, it makes me feel less bad about my life because, you know, when every once in a while when I slip up and, and gorge on something, knowing that professional athletes do the same thing and that they don't always want to eat their damn veggies, that makes me feel good. I think nutrition, um, the knowledge, the science behind it has improved a lot in the last, like, five years or so because... When I hear Marner has put on five pounds, and when I heard his goal was seven pounds, I was like, I like that because that's realistic. Mm-hmm. Because what you would hear a few years ago, now one story I heard was Nikita Filatov. When he was drafted, he was like a buck sixty. Like he was light. And the Blue Jackets said, We this is all alleged. The Blue Jackets said, We want you to weigh 190. So he would eat to the point of puking. Like every day. He would just stuff food into his gourd. Which is is it good food? What kind of food are you eating? Is it is it fatty? Is it a good kind of fat? Is it high in protein? Are you working out enough to um, accommodate for all this extra food that you're eating? Are you putting on weight now? Is it good weight? Where's the weight? Is it in your shoulders, your back, your legs? Is it in your gut? Is it in your face? Is it in your neck? The, you can't just shove food into your body, gain weight, and there you go. I'm I'm a better hockey player now. Like, so what? Mm -hmm. And I mean, when you're playing against like a 230, 240 pound Alex Ovechkin, what's the difference between 160 and 180? Hone your skills. Mm -hmm. If you're a skilled player, get better at that. But what if you're in the nucleus of caring? (laughs) And that's another thing. You need to have skills no matter what size you are. But if you are not in the nucleus of caring, then you don't belong, sir or madam. You don't belong. Speaking of Madam, Shannon Zabado signed with a Peoria Riverman. Oh. Mm-hmm. Is she in the nucleus of caring? I don't think oh, Dean Lombardi named her. Oh, she's all the way in the um, nucleus of caring. I don't think Dean Lombardi named her or Dustin Bufflin. He must not care either. You know what? Her gold medals care. World star. <laughs> yeah, what's up? Ebens87 wanted to know how Danton Pittsburgh was. It was great. Pittsburgh's amazing. I love that city. I, I really like... You know, it, it has a, a a reputation that I think at one point was probably deserved of. It was Detroit before Detroit was Detroit. It had its industry fall apart in the late seventies, and oh. the city was tough, and there was no money, and crime was a little bit really bad, and was run down. But what I love about Pittsburgh is that it's found its new 
energy, its new source, and it's coming back, but it's not coming back at, say, the rate, like, Toronto's growing at a rate that is so insane that it is actually driving people nuts here. (laughs) Like, Pittsburgh's coming back at a rate that's, that's okay. That's good. It it goes with the growth of the city. Like Toronto can't sustain this, the the growth spurt that we're in. And but Pittsburgh has Philadelphia. Pittsburgh has Philadelphia. Yeah. You know what I mean? Toronto <laughs> yeah. doesn't have a, a Philadelphia. City, yeah. Toronto, Toronto, Toronto Philadelphia. doesn't even have a Pittsburgh. No. Toronto is Philadelphia with no Pittsburgh. Yeah. Ottawa's the closest thing we have. Yeah. So I, I mean Pittsburgh's that'll only make sense to locals. <laughs> Pittsburgh's good and it's it's a fairly clean like it's I'm pretty sure it's like one of the cleaner cities I've ever been in. For, you know, there's certain parts that are obviously still run down and drubby and that sort of thing, but you'll Stabby find that anywhere. Is the word. Yeah. Um I just always have the best time. The thing I I love about Pennsylvanians is with the <laughs> With the exception of people that go to Philadelphia Eagles games, Pennsylvanians are legitimately the nicest people on the earth. Forget what you hear about Canadians being nice. The only Canadians that are nice are the East Coasters. Everybody else are like truly kind. Canadians are not nice. Canadians are passive aggressive. So Canadians won't get in your... Canadians will not get in your face when you piss them off. No, no, hear me out on this. Hold on. No, no, no. Hear me out on this. Canadians will not get in your face when you piss them off. Like an American will. Um, if you piss someone off, uh, piss someone off in Philadelphia. What will they do? What are you? What are you nuts? What are you nuts? Right? <laughs> Punching in, the face. In Canada, they'll go. Oh, yeah. Go ahead through, because you know. I mean, your time's more important than mine. Yeah. That is a Canadian response. Whereas in Pennsylvania, they're like, "I am so sorry. Let me get out of your way." Mm. And I genuinely, I genuinely, you genuinely, you know, they're just nice people and they're kind mm. people, and I love that. I love going there for that. Someone once said. Canadians are not nice. They are polite. Yeah. That's a good and way to I do it. And I think that was actually pretty fair. With your exception, East Coasters are genuinely all Mr. Rogers. Yes. They're the, they are literally the nicest people. You could Who go, hack darts and talk like hockey players. Yeah. But they are Yeah, but <laughs> Mr. You, could go, you could literally go to Cape Breton right now, knock on a door and go, I have no place to stay tonight. And oh, go, well, let me invite you right <laughs> in. Come on in. You're now part of the family. Now- Having said that, though, the first flight I ever went on was to Regina, and I got a ride to my hotel from the guy I sat next to on the airplane. So that's amazing. Perfect stranger. You know what? (laughs) Stranger has no idea. It's the same. Really nice people. Really, really nice. You get west of that, and then they start getting a little pissed off that they're there. Oh, I said it! (laughs) I said it! What part of Alberta? I'm sorry. That was mean. That was rude. Yeah. Love Pittsburgh. Love it. And, of course, the Steelers are a really good team this year, so it was awesome to see them win. Yeah, I love I love watching winners. It's great. Uh, Antonio Braun. Antonio Braun. Braun. Antonio that, Braun. It so really moves like the chains. B R A U N. B R A H W N. I believe. Braun. Oh, f- fair enough. Braun. Final question. How long until John Tortorella gets fired from Columbus? I think we uh, went through this, didn't we? December. Didn't we say December? December, January. It depends on the start. A real mediocre start will. Could last you the whole season. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Whereas, if they start like they did last year under Todd Richards. Which, thank you for remembering his name. I was going to say Todd White, which is not correct. <laughs> Former Ottawa Senator Todd He's, White. Yeah. From, from the not real NHL franchise, by the oh, way. Yeah. <laughs> that was a very. You notice that no Ottawa fans even reached out and defended that? No, like you, it was. You're right. Do Ottawa? Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe we just don't have any Ottawa listeners. <laughs> we have, yeah, we went to Ottawa and sold out a movie theater. We have Ottawa listeners. They're Ooh. Ottawa Leaf fans, though. I don't know if we have any Ottawa Sens fans that listen. There were Sens fans. Are yeah, there were Habs yeah. fans there? We saw the jerseys. 
Or a couple of Rangers fans. Yeah. Or maybe they're just they're good-humored people. Yeah. Maybe that's what maybe it is. Maybe they're just nice Canadians, which don't exist, apparently. Whereas Ottawa... It's, it's a misnomer. It does exist. You're a misnomer. It's a misnomer. We're not as nice as everyone thinks we are. We're, we're just polite. Mr. I was born in America. Oh, I wasn't. My parents were born in America. My mother, my mother wasn't even born in America. She was born in Edmonton. But two weeks later, moved to America. I will say one thing I noticed in Amsterdam, and I don't think it was so much the locals as much as it was other tourists. So rude. So incredibly oh, rude. Really? Oh, my God. Like, SL and I were insulted at everything that happened around us, basically. It was rude to and you? It, just no manners. Just no manners, yeah. very pushy, shoving really? out of the way. And huh. and we're this land of, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. I I said sorry to a guy who bumped into me, and he laughed at me. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. I, can't, I think he was either, was he American or French? I don't remember. Anyway. The French doors were kind of rude, I'm not going to lie. Anyway, throwing it out there. What was I? I had a point. I had something I, I was going to say. It's, ah, it's like, it. the, that's the point of this show. Uh, there is I just wanted to shit on French people. <laughs> Timmy Don Cherry's job. Fired, it'll depend on the start. Oh, uh, yeah. Todd Richards made it seven games. So if it's a real bad, like two and five, mm-hmm. even two wins out of your first ten, they'll go, oh, it's a slump. Mm. If it's a real, like... Zero win thing. Yeah, he'll get fired. I, it, it's going to take a little bit more to fire him than I think it took to fire Todd Richards because they fired Todd Richards for that reason and replaced him with John Tortorella. And if they're getting the same result and yeah. you're firing the coach again, it goes back to my definition of insanity, not my definition, the definition of insanity, which is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. Uh, I'm trying to look it up super quick, but... Last year, I mean, it'll. You know who it depends on even more than Tortorella, Sergei Bobrovsky, because yeah. I've never seen a more definitive, absolute example of a goalie getting a coach fired. He was garbage to start the season, and that's why Richards got fired. Um, I can't find his game by game. That'll take too long. He was very bad. Bobrovsky got Todd Richards fired, so. Mm-hmm. They're going to have to, they can't be completely out of it by Christmas. If they're, if they're still within, I'd say, eight points, he keeps his job at least until the end of the season. Mm-hmm. Also keep in mind, I might be wrong on this, but they had to pick him up on the contract that Vancouver yeah. gave him. So it's $2 bucks a year they're paying him. Which I think still has two years left. Yep. So if they fire him, they still have to pay him. And and That's the other amazing. thing is, who who are you going to get, right? Yeah. It's the same thing Anaheim had. You know, they they fired Bruce, Bruce Boudreaux, and they were like, uh-oh. There's not a coach better than the, him there's, that exists. <laughs> there's nobody out there. So so the thing was, when, when Todd Richards was fired, well, you have John Tortorella, who won a Stanley Cup once. Mm-hmm. You can justify that. So then you get rid of John Tortorella, Who's available? Unless you're going after somebody's assistant coach mid-season, which is probably not going to happen. So I'm trying to look up the exact date Todd Richards was fired. October 21st, 2015 is when the story is from. So let's assume that here are all of Bobrovsky's games before October uh, that date. Mm -hmm. 21st. Yeah. Four goals against, four goals against, four goals against, six goals against, five goals against, fired. (laughs) After that, three, three, one, two, three. Two, two, four, one, two, one, zero, four, one, one, two. Or goalie two, had a bad five game stretch. One, no, one, it was the coach. one, one, happens. Clearly, it was the coach. Five, two, and then he starts kind of crapping the bed again towards the end of the season. But he had an excellent mid season stretch there. 
He got he got the coach fired, man. That's what it was. I don't know, Steve. Do do goalies struggle for two, five to six games at a time sometimes? Yeah, and then they better get used to riding the bus. Do you, do you want to be do you want to be in a car to the Air Canada Center <laughs> or on a bus to? I don't remember. Rico Coliseum. Was it Peoria? <laughs> no, remember those old Dallas yeah, Eakins commercials? Oh yeah. yeah. I think he said Peoria, and they're not even in the AHL anymore. But yeah. whatever. I think he lasts the whole season. And maybe they fire him in the summer. I agree. I think he runs. I, I, I don't know that they even do that. I don't think they think that Tortorella is the problem. I think they're looking at the team now and going, I think Tortorella's got at least a couple years left there. You know what went under the radar this summer? Yarmo Kekalainen got extended till 2019. Wow. No kidding. This team doesn't know what the problem is. <laughs> Man, and I thought, I actually thought Yarmo Kekalainen was going to be one of those general managers that kind of came out of nowhere as as like a wow he's a breath of fresh air mm-hmm. i wonder how much of his decision making has been him i will main yeah i but, will maintain that he's doing what he's told but uh yeah that clarkson deal oh my well, god now, is it so bad so good news for them uh in uh, a bad way not really they clarkson yeah. looks like he's got a debilitating back issue so he's going to be out the thing is the difference is it his back it's his back that's I what i read yesterday his elbow now. okay um so his back is so bad that it's it's he can't he can't play uh so that means he goes on the ir the difference between him being on the ir and horton being on the ir is for some reason horton's contract was uninsured whereas clarkson's contract is completely insured so it will be no money out of pocket for Columbus, plus they get the extra cap space. His agent deserves every dollar. Hmm. Every dollar. That contract... That trade... Is a firecracker. And by the way, that <laughs> trade works out still pretty good for both sides. Yep. <sighs> still pretty good. It's a no-win situation. And that you're going to get that in a salary cap world. Yeah, at the end of the day, you <laughs> want a player, a, a player that you pay to play for you and play well. Yeah. No one won. And there is not a guy in the world I would have wanted to see succeed more than David Clarkson because he's so nice. We he, needed a story like that. He is such a great story. Undrafted, free agent, worked his way up. Good Canadian kid and a nice guy. It got known as fired. There you go. There you go. Are we done for this week, gentlemen? Is that it? Are we? I think we are. Anything else? I, I, I got nothing else. You got nothing else? I'm exhausted. I can't remember. I feel like we had... Nah, 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 nah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, on that terrible who, note... Who wins sorry. tonight? Oh. Or at three in an hour. Who wins? Oh, my God. It'll be irrelevant by the time I post it. It's Russia who? Russia who? Here, can you edit this and put in the correct audio? <laughs> uh, Russia check. Oh. If Russia wins... Russia's going to win. Team North America is out. I think the States beat the Czech Republic. 3-1. Oh, oh, it's the sorry, States and the Czech. Yeah, yeah, sorry. I was Russia... Just, uh, who are they playing? Finland? Finland. Finland, sorry. Um, Ooh, Russia. God, I would love to. I'm going to say it's going to be tight, but Russia beats Finland 4-3. Finland's going to play him real hard, but Russia wins this game. For sure. Bye-bye, Team North America. Uh, makes me so sad. No one should be happy that North America is out. They're the heartbeat of this tournament. Absolutely. Gentlemen, thank you so much for the show, and I will see you. We will be back next Tuesday. <gasps> Yay. For another double week. We're going to do this all the way till the end of June. I hope you guys are ready. I hope everybody's ready. Follow the guys on Twitter at Steve underscore Dangle, at Adam W-Y-L-D-E, and at Jesse Blake. The Steve Dangle Podcast. Brought to you by Panago Pizza. Order at Panago.com and stuff your face with deliciousness.